This is a Big Timing Comedy Production. Coming to you from the heart of Kingsville, Maryland. A place where the beer flows like wine. Deep inside the torture chambers of producer Mike, Big Timing Comedy presents Paco Got Balls featuring Wendy, hosted by the founders and pioneers of Big Timing Comedy, Stefan Subotic. I'm your huckleberry. And Eric Jolliger. 100 push-ups in 20 minutes! And featuring Wendy Townsend. Show wing! Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Good evening. How are you doing, Stefan? Feeling much better now, thanks. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Check. Why yeah. Are you gargling? I don't know. That was weird. Like I felt like my voice is broken. Mm-hmm. It's bizarre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're yeah, back. You're good. you're on the mend. You were yeah. you were what what a migraine? <laughs> yeah, uh, I felt like I had an ice pick in my head. But like the Undertaker, I have risen again to put my icy hands around the neck of our guest, and I don't I don't know what the hell I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, you're kind of on a rant there. It's weird, man. We're all kind of getting sick. Wendy's under the weather now. Like, we're all, it's just kind of going around. It's a rough road yeah. we ride. It is, you know? There's under the weather, and then there's like, yeah, you could be dying soon. <laughs> I'm like teetering in that direction. Tatal your total. Tatal your total. You'll be fine. I'm sorry, Wendy. I wasn't trying to discount how you were no, feeling. No, no, no. I just I, I wasn't like, revealing right. all of no, the that's details. Okay. I was I letting you. Yeah, go uh, ahead. I was letting you run with the details, whatever you felt that you wanted to disclose. I'm dying, everyone. Okay. Yeah, I'll discredit it just a little bit to keep it light, but <laughs> to keep but to keep it light. Yeah, but, I'm not Alex Trebek. Yeah. Serious, but. But you know yeah. what, though, Wendy? I just came across the news desk. I know. Tell everybody oh, we, that oh, Alex we will. Trebek is sick. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. It's big news. Hey. That is huge news. There's bigger news. I'm the than, biggest okay. Jeopardy than fan. Alex Trebek dying? Please enlighten me. <laughs> he's not dying. Only, he has stage four, and he's he said he's going to fight it. It's only the most popular show in the world. Well, we'll we'll discuss that later. All right, Trebek? Yeah, move Pipe down, Trebek. I hope yeah, he doesn't Eric die Eric in between like, now and then. No, we're good. We're not talking about that. You know what, Eric? We waited on Burt Reynolds, and look what happened. Look, we have an important show clock to stick to here, <laughs> okay? That. Sure. Uh, good day, good evening, insomnia-ridden night, wherever you're listening. This is episode 102. Uh, we have a, a cool contest we're doing. Um, if you want to win a $150 Amazon gift card, that's right. That's a lot of money. $150 Amazon gift card. It's very simple. All you have to do is, Andy, take it away. <laughs> Woo, tell, man. Tell them what they want, Andy. Can, he, can you there repeat the question, please? <laughs> there he is. There's the $150 Andy. Amazon he, gift he card. He is like that kid in class. <laughs> nice of you to join us, Andy. Hi, Where so were you? You have to go subscribe to Big Time in Comedy on uh, Podbean yep. or iTunes. There you go. Leave a comment and subscribe to the mailing list. It's on the homepage. It's so easy. What about Podtunes? Pod, don't confuse people. That is not a thing. That's not a thing. We're not even going to do that. <laughs> but no, go to iTunes if you have an iPhone. Subscribe. Leave a comment. What was our comment? We were doing a hashtag BTC PGB. PGB. What's live? What's PGB? Paco's got balls. live. Oh, like our acronym. I've never actually used it. It's PGB. Now you can start. Like PBR. Yeah. Hey, we're PGB. So, yeah, uh, if you're on an Android, go F-W. to podbean.com, F-W. search for us, 
subscribe, leave the comment, and then go to our homepage and just sign up for the mailing list. And boom, you are in the drawing for a $150 Amazon gift card. Nice. DJ Lightning, he was live on site with us. Um, we are big fans of DJ Lightning. Yeah, he told me he was at the show we did with uh, Justin. He and, was. Uh, he I got was. to meet him. You did get to meet him because yeah. he was here. Did you say he told you? You weren't here. Of course. Of course. <laughs> so since 2014, DJ Lightning, DJ and Karaoke has been making people sing and dance at affordable prices. Go to djlightningkaraoke.com and book today. Don't forget, mention Paco's Got Balls featuring Wendy and receive a free light upgrade. That's a $100 value. That's right. Free light upgrade. $100 value. Free. Everything's free. Right. Social media, you can find him at DJ Lightning Karaoke. Yeah. Can I can I do his jingle now that I'm back? Yeah, you can. Jump on that. DJ Lightning. The best DJ around. <laughs> So good. Oh, man. Check out our events page, bigtimingcomedy.com slash events. Uh, we have our next big show is at, well, actually, we have our open mic night tomorrow night at Roadie <coughs> Joe's in Salisbury. But our next big show is we have Elliot Chang. Mm. Where the hell is Chang? Uh, he's coming out from L.A. for the weekend. We're going to have him at Sully's Comedy Cellar right here in Parkville on Friday night, the 22nd of March. And then we're going to truck him out to Salisbury on Saturday night, the 23rd, to tear down the house at Roadie Joe's. Yeah, I think tear he's going to be sleeping house. at my house. He is going to be <laughs> crashing at your house. Woo, it's going to be weird when I try to explain to my four-year-old daughter who's this strange Asian <laughs> man is in my house. Let's do it, Elliot. Yeah. Tickets are on sale, bigtimingcomedy.com slash events. UPS Store, 6526 in Canton Crossing Shopping Center. You got a package? They know how to handle it. Yeah. Just go in and say hey to Emily and her crew for your printing packaging. Eric's gotten so good with the inflection. Yeah, Shipping so mailboxes and more. Is it getting better? He's really growing up. You got up. a package? They know how to handle he's it. He's really growing up before you our really, very eyes. Yes, you have really gotten so much better at the inflection <laughs> yeah. and yeah, what, deciding what, where the, to heighten the line. If I could just if, uh, put it into <laughs> words, I, I don't want to put a gun in my mouth as badly as you read these. So it's really nice. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> Added bonus. If you could just put uh, that into words. You're a dick. Anyways, they do our printing and uh, business up. cards. Local flyers. I actually have a stack of flyers over there right now that I need to go pick up um, for Sully's. Mm. Mention Paco's Got Balls featuring Wendy and get 15% off your packaging services. Infinite Nutrition banner on the homepage for anyone that does endurance training or likes to drink a lot. They have an anti-hangover formula that it definitely works. I'm a big fan. Uh, I've been using the hell out of that over the last few weeks because drinking uh, a lot. We've been doing a lot of drinking. So Why did you say we? I haven't. I usually I'm with you when I I'm know, doing that. I know me either, and I normally drink like every. Yeah, day. I haven't. I haven't I, drank a whole lot. I don't. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, Wendy, throw I me wish under that the bus. I could. Whatever. We did the show last night. We were at Sully's. Uh, whatever. We I were, just want you I to was, be accurate in your representation. I'm of I mean, drinking, and by not a lot, I mean it's been like three days. Yeah. Okay. We're it hasn't. Look, every uh, time I've been with you, Eric, I've been messed up. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm referring not, I'm to not, Andy. I'm, I'm referring to Andy because he and okay. I stayed in a hotel room at Salisbury a couple weeks ago after our that's show. That's good. Well, that makes and sense. And we drank a lot, and Andy threw up that night, and that's why he lost the beard. So, champion oh, among yeah. He had throw up in his beard, and he had to shave it? <laughs> yeah. Is that felt, what you're saying? He felt dirty. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> you're like, a, you need a complete cleanse. You need a physical yeah. representation yeah. of your like, cleanse. He was like, you know, washing this out is just not going to cut it. Because I literally saw him Sunday morning when I left, and I would get... And we're here on Wednesday, and he just shows Andy. up, and I'm like, 
Where'd your beard go? Uh, you know what? We're really rubbing off on you because I can't tell you how many times room. I've woken up uh, after a night in Salisbury, looked in the mirror, and just said, I hate the person I see. <laughs> and man, did you just, you did it. You just took the beard off and you go, what? You go, that guy's dead, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, it was definitely a morning when I woke up in the hotel room and I was laying on the bathroom floor for probably an hour. Uh-huh. Nothing came out, but the minute we needed to leave the hotel room, I broke down to my knees <laughs> and hit the trash can in the hotel nice. room. And everything came out of my body, and I yeah. I was like, are we going to Chick-fil-A? I love it. You know, Sal- Salisbury, <laughs> where, where dreams Check out come true. <laughs> yeah. Where dreams come we true. We have had plenty of crazy oh, evenings there. God, Salisbury. I love you. Mm. Yeah. Oh, last one. Here we go. Uh-huh. Amazon butt plug. Please go to our homepage. Click on the Amazon banner prior to purchasing anything. <laughs> it helps us out. Doesn't cost you a dime. Just a second of your time, and guess what? When you win that $150 gift card, you can do it then. plug! Love it. All right, it's time for our guest. Do it. Uh, here's my sad attempt at, a, at an intro. Can I do some like music behind you? Sure. All right, it'll just be like a, like a funky um, 70s blues. Like, like a jab fun- turkey? Yeah, like you're ready? Like a, why don't are you okay? So we have a very special guest tonight. He's not a comedian, but we consider him a very good friend of big time in comedy. Uh, we met him during a collaborative effort fundraiser with Susan G. Komen. He co-founded Union Craft Brewery in 2011 alongside his partners Adam and John. Brewing operations officially began in the spring of 2012 with the installation of a 20-barrel brew house and the initial launch of Duck Pin Pale and yes. delicious stuff. He makes amazing beer. We all know well here in Baltimore yeah, and preach. around the country. Welcome, Kevin Blodger. Yeah, Union Craft. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. It's become Welcome. a Baltimore staple. You put us on the map all over again. You did. All over again. Is your mic hot? Turn his microphone yeah. on. Give that man's microphone. Give this man a Cook voice. It. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. All right. Perfect. Yes. Well, um, right on that dude. Thing. That was that was awesome. I mean, if you I feel want, good you about can myself. move it up to your face. Uh, so move it up here. There you go. Wait, listen, and... Mike's got the exact music I wanted. Oh, yeah. you turned it off already. Go ahead. Son Sorry. No, nah, I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. I couldn't come. I think I got sick last time right, I was supposed to right. come. Um, but I'm glad I'm here tonight. Excellent. Thanks yeah. for coming. Thank what's, you for coming here. What's funny is the because we have another guest coming for another recording after, and he, you both were sick. That same night. Oh, that yeah, that's right. I was Remember able to was literally like, I can't just... wait for Chris Lawrence to have a story. Yeah. Right. And and oh. you guys both, like, were just both like, I, I, can't. I can't. And we're, I was like, no, I get it. And it was just like, I picked you both up and dropped you on this date. It, per- it worked out perfect. It was going around yeah. that week. Sounds, well, or sounds like you and Chris might be fucking each other. Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> just saying. Well, just saying. saying. I got a fever. <laughs> <laughs> So welcome, welcome. We're going to run through uh, some topics here. We're just going to talk about a few items, and then uh, we're going to put you in. Feel free to chime on in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then we're going to put you in what we call the hot seat, uh, where we're going to attempt. We always attempt to rapid fire question our guest. Yeah, that's Uh, a very good. We attempt. We attempt, but um, we usually make it like maybe two rounds around the room, and then uh, we're out of time. Because once somebody gives like a really good answer, there's like a million follow-ups. Right. And it's just the whole rapid fire thing goes out the window. Right, right. Love it. 
but I love it. So I okay, love it. I we're gonna change a thing. We're gonna we're gonna take the energy up because it need, not that it needs to be up. Oh, let's take it. We're up. We're gonna take it up, Stefan. You know where I'm going with. I this think one. I know exactly where you're going with this, Mike. Mike you, you better get your fucking you ready fingers ready on that trigger finger there, yeah. like that trigger Trig- finger. Where did you go? <laughs> what has happened? I mean, I come back from being sick, and you are funny. I'm on fire. <laughs> yeah. I'm on fire. What happened? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, you got me in stitches, boy. Oh, my God. God, I love it. What happened? Whatever you did, Wendy, I love it. Oh, you know, I just sat in your seat for a show. Okay, well, I want this, Eric. (laughs) Well, Aaron Hinkin was here, too. Oh, you probably fucking just jerked off to his voice. I did a lot of this the whole time. You touched his hand? A lot of, no. Wendy Wendy spilled a drink on his crotch, and that was, you know. Uh, Actually, uh, he hit it himself. I know. I was trying to make more velvety. But I did did make sure I placed the paper towels. Yes, you did dab. To dab it up. You were dabbing. I was like, let me get that for you. (laughs) How velvety is his voice? Would you you like to hear? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, his voice? Yeah. We, yeah, play a little bit. Yeah. We, we have yes. it now. We have right. it now. It. Just this his voice? is a yeah. big timing comedy production. Oh, it's, we got rid of one. Comedy production. <laughs> so theatrical. I feel like I'm going to see Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> we got rid of, we got rid of, what's his name? He's uh, out. Yeah. He's out. Hankins in. I like, Hankins, I like it. Hankins in. It's the voice of a generation. God, he's just, I, look, I'm not into dudes, but I'm into that well, dude. Same. Same. Like, like he's I am into fucking, that dude. he's just, he's so goddamn Kevin, cool. Kevin, don't mind us. So yeah. fucking we, cool, man. We're fangirling over some yeah. skinny, attractive WNPR radio voice. No, I, I love a great voice. He's on YPR. If he wasn't to, married, I'd been like, what are you doing yeah, later? I've, I've been working it could on him. Be this is a big-timing comedy production. God. This is a big-timing comedy production. Now, see, it sounds How like you're that? mocking him. I am. I'm not Eric, okay it's with a fucking comedy podcast. I'm not okay with you mocking Eric This is a big-timing comedy podcast. How was that? It was pretty good, actually. I'm working on it. Yeah, it's not that far off, right, Kev? I thought it was pretty good. This is a big Kevin thinks we're weird ass white people on microphones. Kev, tell us what you think about that. I'm just thinking of you going somewhere and doing that for like a niche audience of like three people that are like, like, he nailed it. They're all here. Yeah, you mean these three people? Yeah, I was going to say, well, Kev, you're describing my audience right now. (laughs) (laughs) Know your audience, but I do. (laughs) He's sitting with them. All right. Well, Eric, uh, Mike, do you have the music queued up? I've had it queued up for an hour. Oh, now. great. We're so you know, you. a simple yes could have just sufficed. Kev, our, just listeners, on you, pal. our listeners know, but I'll describe it to you uh, along our travels out there on the long road of comedy. Eric and I came across this. It was probably not <laughs> in the city you think it would be or the state that you think it yeah. would be. Yeah. It was New Hampshire. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is our vodka gun. Whoa, it's whoa, filled it's with vodka. Drip. You're, oh, you're it's dripping. I hadn't taken oh, the top off yet. That was actually kind of hot. Uh, we have each guest <laughs> take a little shot of it with us. Somebody get it started just so you know there's no poison in it. Yeah. Don't cut your lip. It. Just yeah. kidding. We wanted him to die too. Uh, <laughs> and it uh, is it is kettle one. We took the taste of the twenties. We drank it because taste of the twenties was. Andy ah, in. Andy's in. Oh, Andy's in tonight. I like it. You dropped those the, headphones, brother. Andy's in the penalty God, box. I love it when Andy's in it tonight. Well, he has to. He's in the penalty box He's for being a little late. He is in the penalty he's, yeah. box. He's standing he's for it, box. too. He's tall up. Andy is. He's, Man. He's built like a velociraptor when he stands <laughs> all the way up. God, he's like, a, he's like, he's like an ostrich. Man, you oh, are yeah. physically tall. How tall are you, Andy? 6'6"? Six, 6'5"? Six? Six, six, uh, five, five. And a couple quarters? You, Andy you're came probably closer to 6'6". Six, six. You're tall. Andy came to party. Fuck yeah, he did. Hey, 
Fuck yeah, he, he is. You talk about growing in front of our eyes. Andy is. I might, I might stand. I'm standing up. I might stand up for this. Yeah, don't do it like that, oh, though. Oh god, well, <laughs> it doesn't go any higher. I don't know where. To, I don't know what to do with my You're hands. You're like Forrest Gump right that, now. Yeah, I'm sitting that down. half your face is off the camera now. I'm sitting down. We got. You got to see my bones. You were standing like Forrest Gump. Yeah, like. they were just going <laughs> to see your crotch on camera the entire night. I'm not a small man, but I know what love is. <laughs> Jen, Jen, she's on stage. Her dream had come true. <laughs> I'm singing here. Man, Stefan. This on. is a big timing comedy <laughs> production. It's getting better. It's getting better. It's a big timing comedy production. This is a big timing comedy production. getting there. I can fucking pull it off, I'd bro. Like, I'd like to see you go on yeah. and do a thing and have people guess. Like, if, we should, he and I should interview each other as, oh, rival, as, as rival as Aaron, Aaron Hankins. Hankins. Like thank you. Yeah. That would thank, be great. Well, thank you, Aaron. Tell us, tell us all about Aaron. yours. Oh, my God. Yeah, that tell would us be about so your mother. Guess what we could have done if you were here when uh, Aaron's here. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> you can't give the man a break. No, I never you? will. No, I'll no. Never, no, I'll never live it down for all my days. Uh, see, that's good. That is good. I, I want to know if Stefan can rant, like, just the questions that Aaron could pull out Aaron of his... was so, he's so used to being an yeah. interviewer, He though, was such a good host. That he sat good. there staring at the guest, just like, ra- like oh, this and that and oh, that. And he, he, just... like, he was so involved and just, like, it engulfed in what Connor was saying yeah. that we were just, like, letting him go. Uh, guys, well, full disclosure, Aaron and I had a private arrangement. I was stepping out so that he could sit in my spot to interview Connor. Oh, I knew he right. would. he's a Pulitzer Prize winner. No, he's a... It's Aaron it's and, and, and Ball. Edward, Edward R. R. Murrow award winner. Basically Ooh. the same thing. A Pulitzer Prize. Uh, so I knew we needed some gravitas, and that that's not me. Yeah. <laughs> he was great. He was great. <laughs> yeah, he uh, He liked your seat. He, it was I, hard hey, for him to. He's to, a nice dude. I like him. He was. He was I, awesome. I, we connected on the Laugh Finder podcast. We he and I connected. He's such an amazing guy. All right. So <laughs> recap. <laughs> recap. Do it. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff. Live to podcast. Go we had the live podcast at Sully's with Justin Schlegs. Uh, it, what was that? Two weeks ago now. Uh-huh. A week and a half. Yes. Twenty um, third. I got just. Stupid drunk. We all did. Night. Oh, we all did. We all did. Sunday oh. drove me home. Yeah, but you left before. A stranger far drove me home. The... <laughs> what? <laughs> a stranger oh, drove me yeah. home. Oh yeah. Oh okay. <laughs> oh all right. Go ahead, Wendy. Hey, go ahead, girl. <laughs> well, go ahead, girl. Um, anyway, Wendy. I was hammered. Faced. We so Stefan. I don't. Yes. You we took we ate those dick pills that that, <laughs> that Justin gave us. First of all, let's talk about the ammonia things oh. first, where my face oh, the fell off. The smelling so salts. Kevin, so, yeah, so Kevin, he he well, gave us all. Hold smelling on, have you salts. ever taken smelling salts? I've never. First used of all, nobody salts. takes them or, you know, when he, you're passed out and like, the medics need to revive you. <laughs> like, that's when you get it. The you other, don't just do it for leisure. Wait, Wendy. The other time you see it is on the sidelines of athletic events, like a football game when a quarterback gets hit. A yeah. Kevin looks like he could have. My face football. fell off. They are I ammonia like sport. Yes. I don't I was, know. I was Nick Cage assumptive. and face off. <laughs> ammonia sport ampules. <laughs> ampules, huh? We ended up with these. For uh, those are what it is. Those yeah. are the smelling salts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How many, so how many we, are in there? Uh, about a half dozen. <gasps> yeah. I'm gonna take some. We oh. took smelling salts. It was, you know what? It I'm was... gonna Snapchat people just sniffing them. That's like my new. Why thing. did you guys take smelling just salts? Just for shits and giggles. Because we had, a, we had a live audience, and we're all we're doing what we're doing right now. And our guest is just over the top, and he brought us all these treats for us to try, and we couldn't say no. And it was really good radio. It was it very was. entertaining. It yeah. was. It ended up being such an amazing show. 
but it was we didn't know what we were doing so we all agreed we snapped and whiffed and it was like it, it got, just have you ever, have you ever my done eyes cocaine, wouldn't stop watering for Kevin? 10 minutes have you ever done cocaine <laughs> Uh, no. Okay. Well, it's nothing yeah. like that. Well, yeah. so it would, but it was like the, it was like a real Coke, right? But without the payoff. Like, it just hurt. Yeah. It just burned. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You're like, I'm awake now, but yeah. I feel like it, shit. Oh, it hurt. It was like, it was like sort of horseradish. Well, maybe. Wendy, yeah. Well, Sunday, I don't remember. Te- Wendy and I were texting. It was like, oh my God. And I was like, I keep getting whiffs of ammonia. It yeah, just, it burned your nose hair. It was just out. like Damn. stuck in my nose for like a day and a half. Jeez, I didn't get that. Oh, I, I buried into that. That, Andy, so. you whiffed it. How'd that go What'd for you? What'd you think? That was pretty good. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't too bad. I, yeah, I thought it, it what? sucked. You like, t- you like were like this. Bad. No, yeah, yeah, I, you, Andy you, goes you home and like right puffs here. Yeah. Like it's My eyes wouldn't stop watering. I couldn't see for like 10 minutes. Yeah. I had to keep getting napkins to like wipe my It was my brutal. It was hard. It sucked. But the whole audience is like, bah! Well, we gave such honest reactions. Our, all our heads like snapped back in unison, I feel yeah. like. We're like oh. And the audience loved it. And I was like, well, this is good radio. What other yeah. shit you got in your pockets? Yeah. So, and then the dick pills. So then he, yeah, so then he stepped it up and then he brought out the whatever the dick pills were. And I mean, I've never taken anything like that before. And I was like, I don't know what's going to happen here. How'd it do for you? There, there might be one or two packets. Top didn't, shelf. It didn't do. Under the sword. Oh, wow. Oh, take God, two. How the hell did we end up with all these, man? I actually took two. To take with me, but people after the show asked me for them because I did stick them in my dress, and people were like, "Oh, oh yeah. could I have one of those dick pills that you stuck in your dress?" And I was like, oh, "You safe?" Oh, yeah, I did I'll feel tingly, and I, mean, I did it, give them away. Oh, you want these? It did feel I'm, tingly. I'm gonna take these. You want these? Leave, or not? leave one for Mike. Yeah, one no, because look, I looked it up. Thirty milligrams ain't gonna do shit for you, but sixty will. <laughs> This is their sixth Wait, year. what do you mean? What do you mean you looked it up? <laughs> I was just about to ask you because research, it didn't do much right. for me. It didn't what, do much for me. What I've got upstairs That's is wh- 40 milligrams. <clears throat> well, that was my question. What do you, you got upstairs? Did you. The prescription stuff. Did you go home and did it. Missing out on this. I don't think it was it was any different than normal. Okay. It, I mean, it was I mean, a I, lot. Lo- I mean, I mean, it was I mean, all right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> But, but no, it was. I, like, I mean, like, it was a long time. By the time you got no, home, but I, it had I read, been a long time. I read that. Uh, yeah, I read. I read about it online. How long does that stay in your system? Did you read that? Uh, what do you mean, stay in your system? Like, how long is it in your last four? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Is it like probably. four hours or something? Yeah, it's like four to okay. six, probably something Anybody like that. Maybe it's just because I'm off? horny all the time. Because the next day, I was like, man, I'm still feeling. That. Nice, <laughs> nice. You're like a horse. Yeah, remember they nice. wanted he wanted me to take one, and I was like, "Why?" So my clit can go from this to like this. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't make yeah. any sense for me to take it. That's that's why I like the prescription stuff. They're called the weekenders, yeah. right? Is that what they're right. called? Cialis yeah. is the weekender. Hey Matt, the, good for three days. Yeah. Holy hey Matt. Moly. Hey Kim. Yeah. Hey Joe. That's not a three day erection. Yeah. Hey Chrissy. Oh, I hear what you're saying. Bunch yeah. of like Connor Dykes is in. He's in the room or was. I don't know if he's still there. Mike, um, maybe you should give me one of your thingies. Was there was there any other uh, highlights from that evening that any of you want to uh, um, no, touch was, on? I thought it was honestly, I thought it was amazing. It was a the crowd lot was of into fun. it. We had audience particip- participation <coughs> games. Oh, they, were there. they asked us a bunch of questions. We had like we 60 got pe- so fucked up. We it had was like so sixty great. people there. Yeah, I thought it was amazing. I mean, it was cool. I uh, had a great time. Yeah, I got a lot of positive feedback right. from uh, friends that came. Right. <coughs> All of them said they had a fantastic time because I was curious too. You know, I didn't know how it would translate since we were yeah. Tick- it was a ticketed event, right? You know, going into it, I was like, Christ, we're just going to be talking. I hope people think it's funny, right? And, I mean, Justin carried a lot of it. Now, right. I, I think we could have anyway, uh, but but it was uh, we kind of let him have the stage, and yeah, he just fucking he had a blast. So we had the best time. Yeah, he, he, was, all day, he was on fire. Yeah, but I, again, I, I I'm I'm glad. Have you Kevin, spoken to him? 
Have you spoken to Justin? Oh, Did man, he, he loved himself? it. He was like, hey, next time you guys want to do anything like that, like, let me know. Oh, good. He's nice. just, he loves, he, was, he even said, he goes, oh, my God, I was having so much fun, and I love being out on weekend nights, and, you know, he just, lo- he has so much fun, he wants to be booked for, like, everything. There, yeah. there was no dump button. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he had the best yeah, time. It was cool. It felt that way. Me and too. I, and yeah. I just wanted, it felt really genuine. I think we were all just really enjoying we the were. moment. I had every I didn't cool. want it to end. I mean, we could have cool. gone for another freaking, like, Every single hour person two, that easily. came up to me after the show said it was so hilarious, and we, they didn't even had, know what they were getting into, but it was so great. We could have found a way to split that. It'd have been a great right, but I but I also wanted to kind of like, you know, I wanted everybody walking away wanting more. Yeah. You know, that was kind of my strategy. Yeah, that's on my that. strategy too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, the other recap. So I did. I signed up for because I okay. Let me back up. So I got booked as a guest spot at um, Church of Satire. We get it, Eric. You're a comic now. <laughs> and um, so I got it. I got it. Poor Kevin. I know. We'll get around to him. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. So we, so I, I, had, I signed up for Wits End. Stop touching my elbow. Get off of you me. You weren't there though. Wendy showed up. Right, Wendy good. showed I up heard to about support. It. Quinlan, uh, Quinlan told me about it. At Wits End. At Wits End. Um, it was a Tuesday, which is normally my night off. And it was, I was Made expecting. Made my way up there. I was expecting there to be like five or 10 people there. It was uh, packed. Steve Boyle was there with his family because oh. their older brother did time. Oh, cool. I don't remember his name. Dave. Um, Dave. Joe. Is it Joe? I don't. No, I don't know. Sean, Is it Dave or Joe? Sean. Steve Boyle, the three... beer rep. Yes. Yeah, it's my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love Steve. Yeah. yeah. Who's he, be, who's he a beer rep for? Uh, Legends. He sell, yeah. actually sells Legends. our beer. Yeah, uh, out in the yeah. market. So I shout out to Steve my and Danielle. Ex, my ex yeah. boyfriend Steve. is the uh, general sales manager at Chesapeake. Yeah. I went to <laughs> I went to high school and college That's how with she his older brother well, Tommy. I've known Steve since he was like ten. Yeah, Steve's great guy. Great guy. He's cool. Yeah. So we were there. Okay, so Wendy, we were there and. Uh, we were about halfway through the lineup, and I was supposed to go after uh, Matt. Oh, what's Matt's last name? Betts. Matt Betts. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, was it Navarro went up? Eric Navarro. Eric Navarro went up mm-hmm. and did time. And <clears throat> when he came down, I didn't even, because I was like in my head getting ready to go up there. Yeah, and it's hard when you're first starting out. Like, you're, you're sec- what, your second open mic, right? Uh, like, second third yeah, third i mean still, it's still, still i'm still so fucking new, like so new and you yeah. think there's gonna be 10 people in the room is packed and then you're in your own head yeah. there's like comics all through the lineup eric's freaking out yeah, you're like a little baby bird <clears throat> i know yeah, i just so, want to throw up in your mouth and feed you <laughs> mm. so this guy eric gets up there not our not eric me. eric navarro gets up there he does well but he, something he had said to an audience member really ignited a flame in this guy and he must have done that before well he said something to the girl and the guy misheard him right he, he didn't say anything that the guy thought he had said what, so we know what he thought he said <clears throat> he said no he said nobody is gonna fuck that no he said everybody's gonna no what? he said to the blonde girl she was attractive that everybody was gonna want to fuck her tonight but the guy heard that nobody is going to want to fuck her tonight. Oh, he thought he called his girlfriend ugly, Well, basically. no, it wasn't his girlfriend. It was just a friend. Just a friend. Oh, okay. co-worker. Because the girlfriend was there. She was a, she was oh, a very nice, like dark-haired bag, girl. Oh, is he chivalrous? No. He's just like a regular dude in a button-down, bald Why head. Why did he get so pissed off then? Is he, he wanted alcohol, to fight. Yeah, douchebag, bro, he's chivalrous. He just wanted to fight. Right. So, um, Eric, now this is, you know, what Eric Navarro gets off. Right. And immediately is confronted with this guy. And the girlfriend comes up, and Eric Jolliker is like, "What the hell is going I on?" Know, it got it was in the back of the room, escalating before I figured out that. Yeah, I just it, it got really loud in there. I uh, yeah. So, and, 
it got to a point where he was being bombarded and he didn't understand what was happening and i i jumped in immediately i grabbed andrew andrew took Eric Navarro to the back. Andrew is the owner, by the way, yes. of Mugubi. So while Mugubi. Eric and Andrew in the back, I'm dealing with the girlfriend. And I mean, I am like as sweet as can be. I was like, look, I'm just letting you know. No comedian gets up there with the intention of hurting anybody. You know, he mis he misread it. And I told her, I said, you know, if that was my friend and he was taking up for me, I would be 100% on his side. Like, I see both sides to this. So I'm being very, like, you know, pa I'm yeah, pacifying as sure. much as I can. But the whole time I'm pacifying the situation. Here, I got it. The whole time I'm pacifying the situation, Eric Jolliker is freaking out. He is so in his head. He is like ready oh, to. Oh, he's going up. He's about to right, go up. Yes, Matt, so Matt yes. Betts is up there right. with all this chaos. And, and Matt Betts yeah, is Eric, like. You tell him what happened. Matt Betts is a good comedian. <laughs> he's yes, great. he's very. And good. he and he handled it amazingly. Like. I was like watching him, just like I can't fucking do that up there. What he's doing, like I, like I've got my set that I have in my head. That's it. Like yeah. I can't go up there and kind of make light, lighthearted fun about the fight that's going on in the back of the yeah. room. And it was just, and it was loud, and everybody in the room was genuinely trying to stay focused on the comedian. But it's hard when there's a a brawl about to break out. You know, yeah. like it's mm -hmm. it's like everybody in the room was just like torn on where they wanted their attention yeah. to be. And and Matt Betts was doing a good job of, of getting it. And then right and then in the middle, to make matters worse, those it was a wireless microphone system and the battery started to die on it. So now not only is he fighting over this super loud <laughs> chaos in, in the back, the, the the microphone's getting dimmer and dimmer yeah. and dimmer. And the whole I don't even know that's going on because I am zoomed <laughs> right. in right. Right. you're just sitting I'm pacifying this woman. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm, Honestly, this was is she not hot? what he meant to was do. She, was she, I really there? she was attractive. I don't even, she was attractive, yeah. but I was like, no. I, my immediate goal is I'm standing up for all comments. Scale of one to ten, how hot was she? I didn't she see her. She was probably like a seven and a half, eight. I was over on the other side of the room shitting a brick. So Wendy, you said what? We're not talking about the girl he thought he offended. We're uh, talking about the girlfriend. Uh, Wait, the girl that he... No, so the girl he offended, was she hot? Was yeah. it worth oh, it? Was she? she was a hot little blonde, for oh, sure. Hot little piece of yeah. ass. How hot was she? Scale of one to ten. Wait, are we talking about the one he offended? Or? Yeah. yeah, the blonde. I not don't... the dark hair girl. Because I was talking to the dark hair yeah. girl. She was... Hot. I don't remember the blonde girl. Right. right. Katie was hot. Scale Katie was. to 10. But I don't even notice. Katie, I'm like an 8. Okay. Yeah, but I don't even notice Matt Betts and the mic dying. I am literally just yeah. trying to like. I was handling that. Handle I was the, I was dealing right, with all so of that. Right. So I'm handling this other situation. <laughs> and Eric Navarro is in the back with Andrew. So he's nowhere to be found. And I'm like, I'm trying to like, you know, calm the masses. And then Eric's watching the stage crumble and the mic die. <laughs> and it's like, we, it's like there's so many moving parts. Right. And he's like, when you, I, I, I wanted to run away. I, I, wanted to, was, I wanted to leave the building. I literally <laughs> was standing by the door, and there was a split second. Where I was like, I'm just going to go home. Yeah, he really <laughs> thought about aborting missions I, so I hard. I literally about pulled the ripcord and just walked out the door and went home because I'm like, I am going to go up there, and nobody's going to be paying attention. Uh, wait, my, I, I feel a moment coming. Mike, can you cue up the final countdown? Because I think, <laughs> I think you're going to emerge as, as maybe like Goldberg would have in the 90s. With it just flames so, and sparks. So here's the thing. Here's the funny, crazy shit that went down. So Eric Woodworth is running the room. And when he's giving the lineup... Too at, many Eric's on that lineup. In the beginning, <laughs> Eric Woodworth is like, he's like, you're after Matt Betts. And he's like, do you know who he is? And I'm like, I don't. Or I just met him briefly. And he goes, 
well, just remember, after Matt Betts, you're up. And I'm like, okay. So Matt Betts is up there, and I'm just like, this is going to suck. And I'm standing there, and I'm just like kind of like dancing in a place. And there's this like, who is the curly hair, just kind of like basket case looking kid? <laughs> what? <laughs> he, I don't know. Either way, he's standing. Kind oh, the of, guy with the bow tie and the glasses? No, no, not this him. sounds like a fictional character. <laughs> so, anyway, so there's this kid. He's standing in front of me. And Eric, so... <laughs> Betts comes off, and Eric goes up to to take it, and he looks. I don't remember the kid. He says, "You, you're up next." And I'm kind of like, "What, what happened to me going next?" Uh-huh. And then I went, "I'm just gonna let this ride yeah, because you know what? Things are starting to settle. I'm gonna let this kid go up and yeah. totally Sacri- take sacrifice." He was, he was, and and Eric goes up and blah 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 comes down. I'm like, "Dude, the mic, the mic's dying, dude. You got to get new batteries for it. What the fuck's going on?" Eric's like, "Oh, I don't know." <laughs> So he goes and gets <laughs> batteries while this kid is just struggling up there. And I'm like, oh, thank God. And I was like, by the way, Eric, what happened to me? I thought I was supposed to go next. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I fucked up. I, I skipped that guy earlier on. And I go, you know what? I'm okay yeah. with that. I'm yeah. okay with it. Uh, so by the time I went up, like everything was calm. And everybody was just so, fo- like the timing of it couldn't have been any better. Yeah. Like everybody was focused on stage. And I, from my perspective, when you were in the back, from my right. perspective, I had everybody like right. Eric did, in the room Eric did and invested really well. And then when he got off stage, that girl Katie was still trying to talk to me about right. like what right. was going on. So I immediately focused on Eric Jolliker. And when he comes off stage, and I'm like, Oh my god, you did so well! I'm so proud of you! Blah blah. And she was like so enamored <laughs> by how proud and excited for you yeah. that I was right and she was like oh my god how cute like I totally get it now just thank you guys thank you for explaining everything to me <laughs> Eric, you know what I mean and Eric I was like, emerges after the <laughs> fight <laughs> listen everyone hear my voice and laugh at my jokes he, he emerges and re- redeems the evening well done balls well done <laughs> I like how you impromptu uh, covered the sound, the music. Yeah, I, got, I got you, balls. I can handle it's this. It's the final yeah. countdown. Well done. It always reminds me of Will Arnett on so, Arrested Development. It won't stop. <laughs> so what's crazy Samsung. is that turned into me talking to Katie mm-hmm. and finding out there's a venue in Havard and Grace that she's tied to. And like, mm-hmm. it's just, mm-hmm. it again... It was that moment where I almost just walked out and went home, and if I had done that, yeah. I would have missed out on Katie messaged me so the next much. day, said that she's going to call Andrew, that she didn't want the other Eric to get like blacklisted right. or whatever because right. she felt so bad about the whole situation. Right, right. And I believe her because she emailed me that night yeah. just, it was to, such like, a cr- just to follow it was up. Like, such a bananas night overall. And it was just a quiet little Tuesday <laughs> night <laughs> yeah. in Timonium. In Timonium. Timonium. So, yeah, I, I was reminding uh, Mike Quinlan. I was like, oh, this happened. And this kid, oh. you know, got yelled at. And Mike Quinlan goes, uh, Wendy, I was there the whole time with you. Yeah. <laughs> can I tell you? And I, can no I t- shit, Eric Jolliger. And I go, I'm really sorry. I'm on a lot of pay meds right now. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> I have to briefly tell you about the, the show that Mike and I did. Oh, That's a good right. transition. It is a good transition. So two nights later, uh, I, I, I headlined a show down in Tyson's Corner at the Tyson's Comedy Cellar. The Beer Garden? The Beer Garden, yeah. Um, and so I, I could pick my feature, and I picked Mike as my feature. Um, Quinlan? So, yeah. So we go down, we ride down together, and the, on the way down, he's like, Dad, have you done this room before? And I'm like, I'm like, no. He's like, let me just tell you. It's like it's a bunch of bro douchebags. 
talking. He's like, this is all, Mike. Yeah, he's of like, course. They're, they're all in finance. He thinks everybody's a bro-y douchebag. Well, this is, I asked him about some yeah. dude the other day, and he goes, eh, it looks like he could have shut up his high school. <laughs> I say this is foreshadowing. And I'm like, well, is his comedy good? <laughs> I say this is foreshadowing. So he's like, the audience is a bunch of bro-y douchebags. They're all in finance, blah, blah, blah. So he's like, <laughs> he fucking just has an image in his mind, and he hates these people anyway, right? Nice. So we go, and then we can't find the fight. The, the roads in Virginia are horrible. There's, you yes, can't make left-hand fact. turns. I missed it like six times. I'm getting pissed off. Now I'm walking like 10 minutes late. Anyway, so we get there. We walk in, and there's probably like 10 people in the audience. I mean, it's a small little It's crowd, like a right? little basement room. Yeah. So then I've been there. The host goes up, Greg Billet. He's, uh, he's, uh, we did a show yeah, no, with Greg. him. Yeah, so he goes up and just, it, Greg will admit it, like he just sucked. He just ate a dick, right? And he didn't know what, and he couldn't, he couldn't wrangle the, the crowd. Yeah, he comes it's hard stage. wrangling 10 people. Yeah, <laughs> no, but they, but they were, it was a bar too, but they were, la- at this point, there's probably 18. I'd say, yeah. I'd say, and then people walk out. up to the bar and they're chatting right. and getting drinks, right. and it's literally right next to the stage. Yes. And yes. you're like, why isn't the bar in the back? Well, somewhere? some people obviously didn't know there was a comedy show going on, so this is like a crazy. Crazy environment, right? I'm just thinking, like, this poor fucking kid. Yeah. So he comes on stage, he's sweating bullets, right? And he's like, that never happened before. I don't know what the fuck just happened. I'm like, Greg, don't worry about it. It's hard. So then Quinlan gets up on stage, right? Quinlan gets up on stage, and he's doing uh, material for about three minutes. And some bro-y douchebag, or he looked just exactly as Mike described <laughs> right. it. He had, like, the haircut, and he and he had, like, the suit. His name and, was, like, like <coughs> Hoyt. Yeah, like Hoyt, right, and he had the girl with him. He had a girl with him he was trying to impress. Yeah, and her <laughs> name was Veronica. He just, he just yells out something like, oh, yeah, the fuck it on! And Quinlan goes, you. And he just fucking Oh, my God, that was up. so good. That said yeah. it just like Mike. Yeah. Do it again. And he goes, you. He goes, you. He goes, shut the fuck up. He goes, shut. And the guy starts laughing. He goes, what the fuck are you laughing at? Look at me. He goes, you you think I'm fucking kidding? We're down here trying to do a goddamn job. All right. And he's getting dead serious with the guy. He Hi, goes, Russ. He goes, you want to pipe up one more time? You fucking try me. You fucking try <laughs> me. Look at my face. You fucked with the wrong guy tonight, motherfucker. You want to do just la- And the guy was just like, he's laughing at first. And then he froze. The whole fucking room nice. froze. Right. And and the guy, the guy got up and walked out and might continue on his set. <laughs> Good for you, Mike. It was Good incredible. You. It was insanely good. But he goes, dude, after the show, he goes, dude, I didn't want to fucking let the room. Like, he goes, I wanted to set the total room for you. I was like, you definitely did that. Mm-hmm. Right? And he did. And then yeah. I had a pretty good set, man. It was, it was a small crowd, but it went, it went well. Good That's so Quinlan. funny. But dude, he is the end. Yeah. into this guy. Didn't you say, what was uh, the ending of it there where you guys laughed? Oh, yes. Yeah. So then we get off stage and the one guy that's running the show goes, dude, he goes, I think those guys are waiting for you. <laughs> and Mike's like, dude, keep your fucking head up. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, there's no way. Right. But so we're walking through the parking lot. Like, holy shit. Are these guys going to fucking jump us over some comedy set? They did. I mean, we the made, guy yeah. at Wits End was ready to throw fisticuffs. I, I know. I'm just fisticuffs. saying. Yeah. Dude, it was. Yeah, Mike looked at him like he was an axe murderer. I mean, he had a fucking icy stare. It was a very Bill Burr moment. Uh, ah, yeah. I, I, it, what's sad is that you just can't be at every comedy show. No. I know, and I want to be at all of them because well, every story, I'm like, no, oh, I'm sad I wasn't there. Mike so. recorded the audio. I don't know if he deleted it. We listened to it on the way home, and then I was like, hey, do you have that? <laughs> you audio? guys are cracking like, up yeah. at him being a dude. Yeah. Like, He's like, I got pretty fucked up the last night. I fucking might have deleted it. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dig into Kevin for a second. We're not, it. it's not the hot seat. So, Kevin, what, what, uh, what kind of genre is your go-to music? Like, do you listen to music when you're brewing beer? Um. Yeah, I listen to music all the time. I, I lately I've really gotten into jazz. Oh, um, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, like with the jazz coming out of like South London right now is really nice, amazing. Um, and, and I still listen to a lot of hip hop. Okay, there's uh, modern jazz. 
There's, there's really great modern jazz. You literally go see the jazz have being you, at a London right yeah, now. I'm like, I have about? no idea no, what like, you're so talking So like about. Kamal Williams and, and there was another group called Yusef Kamal um, yeah. featuring one of the same musicians in both groups um, and Joe Ammon Jones. And there's just really cool jazz, like hip hop oh inspired jazz coming from London. I'm going to take this in my notes section. Can you yeah. say this? I just, like, if I didn't know anything about you, I'd be like, okay, he's like a regular black dude. Yeah, yeah I don't know a black dude. Right, but no, I'm like, nah. I'm an extraordinary black dude. Yeah, but you like, you brew craft beer and listen to jazz. Like that's not, anything that I would give is a no, quintessential I, I listen to, to hip hop too and shit tell the me yeast, modern, the yeast wait, tell me that it. modern London jazz uh, so check out Yusef Kamal who's probably my favorite group that's come out of that scene Yusef Kamal and then check Kamal Williams is kind of the offshoot okay. of that group Kamal Williams uh, um, and then uh, hey. uh, Joe Ammon Jones another great person say that again Joanne Joe Ammon Jones Joe Ammon Jones. okay uh, uh, you ever heard yeah. of Slim Man by check the way that. I want to yeah, say yeah, yeah. real quick I want to say hi to my best friends forever uh person her name is amanda and she literally is watching and she's like i love that oliver is there oh yeah he's our mascot <laughs> he's on the couch i had to fight with him for a couch position i know <laughs> so have you this is going to be the weirdest question and i can't even believe i'm saying it but i was just on the couch the other night and my wife put a movie on which she never does i'm usually one that picks what we're watching as far as movies are. and she put on la la land have you seen it? I, well, I I've got seen ten minutes. The in. beginning of it. Couldn't yeah, do it. I, I saw. Do I it. saw the first like ten minutes. We start dancing on the freeway. Yep. Yeah, it, turned it um, off. And I turned That's it what off. I did. I did it, that. You yeah. gotta right. give it like. I did that too. Guys. Gotta give it time because yeah, do I don't know. It, That's like a bad date. No, I I honestly was like. Can't, I can't believe I'm into this, but it's like very into jazz. Like it's into right. modern it's, jazz. I've heard it's good, but I just couldn't get past that. Like, thank you. The I dancing on the freeway. I was like, couldn't the either. minute she's stuck in traffic and it, this whole the whole coffee yep. shop scene happened. I'm like, this is stupid. I, I agree. Like, I immediately, I immediately aborted. I don't yeah. disagree with you. I think the only reason I got as far into it is because I was just I was on my computer doing work and mm. I was just kind of glancing up and working and glancing up and working and then I got through the painful beginning into the like the meat of it. Mm, yes. I, it, it I think I caught it another time where there was like they were dancing in the apartment. She was like, yeah. I'm gonna stay home and they danced throughout the apartment. I was like, I just don't ah, Yeah, I wasn't a big musical. On it's a musical. It's just, I'm not, I'm the, not that high. It was, the, it, was the, it was the whole like the jazz like yeah, his no, passion for jazz I could relate I know, to it because of our I, passion for comedy. I love okay. musicals. I watched Chicago and then I watched it again immediately after that's how good it was. Well, Chicago is I liked Moulin, Moulin Rouge. Rouge. They're I all like, very good movies. That's very what I'm good. saying and then I watched Fiddler that and I was like this isn't even grabbing me. I'm annoyed with this. How about Feather on the Roof? All right, well, uh, I guess I'm the only one that likes Sound of Music. Sound of Music. I like Sound of Music. Yeah. Okay. I like Mary Poppins. Okay. I like all that shit. Mary Poppins. I, I like all that shit. Mary I, Poppins. Yeah but, <laughs> yeah, but I watched it and I was like, I this isn't grabbing me. I, normally musicals <laughs> grab me. You like to be grabbed. Yes, yeah. but I also like musicals. You ever seen Tremors? You know what they call those things? <laughs> Graboids. Graboids. First of all, are you, you talking about the original Tremors with yeah. Lisa McIntyre and Kevin, and Kevin Bacon? Uh -huh. yeah. Fred Ward. Fred Ward. Oh, yeah. Oh, he cast. must have been up there for a long time because you can right. go without water for That's, seven uh, days. That Asian guy, that old Asian guy with the squinty eye who was in like, everything from the 80s. Like, <laughs> oh, we could found a Graboid. So, Kevin, are you, are you from this area originally? Yeah, yeah. So I was born at uh, GBMC. Nice. Um, okay. In the jazz ward. Yeah, in the jazz ward. <laughs> we did jazz hands as we came out. I was like, <laughs> oh, the jazz hands. Good one, Wendy. <laughs> and then uh, grew up in the DC He's area. He's coming out of the womb, like doing a little. <laughs> you have like a little hat as you come out. I'm smoking He's a like, cigarette. Yeah, cha, 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 cha. <laughs> you get a cigarette in there. <laughs> Dig it, baby. So okay, so you so DC. So you were in. You grew up, or you spent time in DC. Grew up right right outside of DC in Northern Virginia and Herndon. So. So did you 
I'm, I'm setting this up. Did you ever listen to WHFS 99.1? No, I did. I actually did listen you to You shut to your HFS ass, Oliver. You know, Weasel was back there. I went to the very first HFS school. Okay. Which was at Lake Fairfax, Virginia, near, right. near where I live. Right, right. The Tragically Hip played. Chris, that's my yeah. dog, Oliver. So, so did you ever get shut into. Goddamn dog! <laughs> Kill the dog. Sorry. Um, oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Someone walked in the back door and the dog freaked out like he's supposed to. God, and we're going to chastise him. We're in the middle of nowhere. It's like if Andy dressed as Where's Waldo. I'm sorry, Kevin. Yeah. I was trying to engage yeah, you here. Really no, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Wendy, it's other the dog. Andy. It's Andy as Where's Waldo. I know, but he does look like Where's Waldo right now with all of his oh, red on. Oh, look. Now he doesn't look like Andy. Our episode 103 guest just arrived, everybody. So many guests. Well, okay. Oliver so, was just protecting us, and I'm not even going to apologize for that. No, you don't so, need to. Okay, so. so so you 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 experienced WHF Festival uh, or HF Festival, um, and we had Gina Crash on a few episodes back, and then this past week, did you ever listen to Prodigy? I, I know you're. I, it's a very you no know, no no. I, I know I, I know their music. I can't say I was a fan of them, okay. but I, you know, smack my bitch up all. I, right, right, I remember right. that stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. So did you hear Keith Flint, their lead the lead guy, died this? Yeah, week. yeah, yeah. Suicide, I, I believe. I think. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was at, so I was at the, my first HFS was at um, RFK okay. in 97. And he, and Prodigy closed the show out that night. And that was my first concert ever. And I don't know, do you remember the movie Hackers? It was like an, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, Angelina Jolie. Kinda, and, kinda. Uh, Johnny, Johnny. The guy from Baltimore was in that, right? Johnny. Um, Johnny Five? No, he's he's Brit he's British dude. <coughs> no, Josh uh, Josh uh, Oh Josh. Um, the guy from Sports Night. Andy, who's the guy from Sports Night? Josh. Wendy'll know. Wendy? Google it up. Google it up. Wendy! Who's the guy from Sports Night? Josh. Josh Charles. Josh Charles. Wasn't he Is in that Hackers? The question you was he in Hackers? No, he was not in Hackers. Oh, well, well that was time. a giant colossal waste Wait. of time. No, he was, sorry, not only was he not in Hackers, the guy that was in Hackers the, with the blonde hair yeah. also dated Angelina Jolie in that time period. Okay. What was that guy's name? Fred Ward. Yeah, that's Andy's job. Johnny, yeah. John, John Johnny Newmonic. something. Johnny Newmonic. Johnny Lee Miller? That's it. That's it. I get him and fucking Josh Allen Twitch is going. Confused. Okay, good. It's, no. Fuck it, it's gone. Oh, it's gone? I'm getting rid of it. It's That's what's causing problems? Okay. Yeah. Oh, boy. We Shit. need a separate computer for Twitch. That's what oh, we No, we don't. Yeah, I got you. Okay, so... I'm in it for you. All right, that was just... That was my way of bringing in that <laughs> Keith Flint uh, died. He's He was the lead man for Prodigy. Are was, we going to keep talking about people that died? Yeah, well, pop culture's been big, man. We had Dylan McKay died this week. I know, week. Luke Perry. Luke Perry? You ever... Uh, yeah. 90210? Never Perry watched was in, it as a kid, man. You really? Ever, you yeah. ever see Eight Seconds? Where he's the bull Lane rider. Frost, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the I, bull rider. Right, him. right. I don't. I never saw that movie, but yeah. I grew up in D.C., so I'd watch George Michael all the time. It yeah. was uh, for sports. He was big into rodeo, and sure. he'd always have Lane Frost on there. Right, yeah, yeah. right. That, that's how I remember machine. that. If you yeah. haven't seen that movie, Luke it's Perry good. plays it's him. Good. It's actually really, it's really, really good. good. It's, it's sad. emotional. It is. He dies young, and but Luke Perry. Um, I would say it's his best role. To be perfectly honest with you. Uh, check it out. Eight I don't know. He, he was pretty good in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, this is a, he's got he shows some dramatic chops in this. I would I would watch eight seconds. Yes, yeah, you ever are. see eight seconds? I apologize. I was helping our guests get a beverage and a, and a snack. Thank you, Wendy. Thank Did, you. Have you ever seen eight seconds? Eight, the bull yeah. Ride? Yep. The bull riding. It was movie. really good, right? Yes. I'd say Luke Perry's <clears throat> best role. I say no. His best role, I would say, is Pike is my favorite role from Luke Perry. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Very good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But that's only because I freaking love that movie. Well, that's, that's a, a great movie. flick. Yeah. And, so, um, yeah, pick your poison. <clears throat> who's that vampire that dies at the end so dramatically at the bottom of the steps? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, 
Is it really Pee Wee Herman? And no, no, just, no, no. Was it Pee Wee Herman? Come on. And Oliver. he's just like kicking. I'm so yeah. Kevin, I'm through so there. Sorry. Come on, boy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Wendy, your dog's an asshole. <laughs> Tell me something I don't know. <laughs> I mean, did he like look back at me? He's like, fucking. He's totally. <laughs> he's totally turned to the podcast yeah. upside down. Your dog has completely derailed the podcast. With the, I know, but here's the thing. But he's, look at me. I'm so cute. He's ten and he's getting cataracts. Oh, he's getting comfortable just oh, laying on, just laying oh, on our couch. Look at that. See? He's like, I'm sorry, It's to the dude. point now where his age is starting to really show, and Please I touch. I get crippled by anything you want, so I'm like, you can have that. Hey, can I just say Please this? Please just touch can me. Can I just say this? Look at these, these black dudes hanging out. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> oh, man. We gave each other Crazy. a look when we walked in the yeah. room. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was supposed to be the token black guy, <laughs> goddammit. I'm going to say, he did gravitate to you. So he, it's did. Good. he did. That's he good. likes snuggles. Oh, he, he just set like, 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 no, so no, so up just like, what the fuck you just Damn it, I'm the token here. <laughs> <laughs> well, he has like white in him, so he's like the Alicia Keys of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, man. That dog is so then on we, fire. So then we just have breaking news. Plus he can do that. Breaking news. Yeah. Yeah, Alec breaking Trebek news. Uh-huh. has Who? been diagnosed. Who? Alex Trebek. Alex. 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 This you said is Alec. Jeopardy. You said Alec. I said Alec. I think you said Alec. Well, it's recorded, so we'll, we check the tape. we'll have to check the tape. I think it's Alex. It's Alec. 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 Is it Alec? It is Alec. Get Trebek. out of town. I want to go with Alec. Alec Trebek. I think Alex sounds better. Alec. Uh, yeah, he was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. Oh, He's going to fight it. And people are offering to give him their pancreas. Jesus. Yeah, on Twitter. They're like, he can have mine. I don't even know what it does. What yeah. does it do? Does Andy, what does the pancreas do, please? Um, you do have a computer in front of you <laughs> with which to look up the... I'm sorry, definition. Andy, the correct answer no, it's a was... No, so, there's a Weird Al song about the pancreas. I was trying to think of the lyrics. <laughs> oh. <laughs> my pancreas attracts every other pancreas in the universe with okay. a force proportional Doesn't answer my question it, at all. It, Thank it, you. Does no, it, but I was a, but it what, helps what is, in, in the par- late-term oh, digestion. Shit. What is it a parody of? It's a, original. Oh. oh, oh yeah. I only like his parents. Yeah, we don't recognize original. Weird like, yo, where yo, are my yeah. where are my nurses yeah. when I need them? Yo, yeah. yo, 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 yo. He's not a notable musician, but he he's good at covering songs mm-hmm. and making them his own. Um, Tell me what the pancreas does. Did you look it up? Uh, part of the digestive system and produces insulin and other important enzymes. Ooh, insulin is very important. That yeah, break okay. down food. Got it. Okay, it breaks down food. Got but it. there is a song, and they tell you what the pancreas does. Uh, hold just on. Breaking news. Eric, I just noticed on your computer what it says in the New York Post. Andy, hold that thought. Masturbating at work is a doctor-approved stress reliever. Eric, tell us more about this article. Sorry, Alec Trebek. Should masturbation breaks become the new smoke breaks? Yes. Yes, according to some psychologists. I don't hate the idea. According, but uh, I'm a girl. I, it's harder study. for Wait, us. Please tell me about this stuff. I have not read this at all. I just wanted to run off with a headline. Give me the cliff notes. I scroll. <laughs> Who did this it's study? A, was it a university? Um, Better be Harvard. 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 No, you pack no, your cat in the Harvard Square. This is this it was some place I survey, put my tax dollars. A survey by Time Out New York. I don't know what the fuck oh, that is. this sounds bogus. Um, I mean, it's on the New York Post. No, the Post is probably legit. But Dude, the New York Post made a headline the other day that I fucking died at. And it was um, talking about, what's the guy's name? The owner of the Patriots, Robert... Robert Kraft. Kraft. Robert Kraft. And it said Robert Kraft could could get off on charges or something like that. And it was so hilarious. I'm like, I really need to write for the Post. <laughs> I could just make up funny headlines all day. Mm. 
So apparently, um, God, he was so annoyed. By I that. thought you were applying for a writing uh, job with Stormy. Apparently, um, <laughs> I would write for her because she's obviously not going to do well without writers. Read that quote, Eric. <laughs> Jerking off is really is a it? really good way to spend fifteen minutes, and it sometimes it ended up being the highlight of my day. Fifteen minutes. Yeah, fifteen Who minutes. Jerks off for fifteen <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I mean, if I'm in a public restroom, it's going to take me a minute to get comfortable. Wait a minute. Do these people work? Who has fifteen minutes to jerk off? Yeah, but you gotta, sc- you gotta scroll through all the porn that you want to watch. I don't include that. You when I, fast I, when I, that doesn't count. I start from the fucking giddy up, right? When the minute you fucking put your hand in the or your feet in the stirrups type of thing, right? From that to completion is like twenty eight seconds tops. I just I don't, really hey, feel look, bad for your girlfriend right I now. Just hey, there's a difference. Right uh, here, look. I support this. The only thing I don't support is I don't want the man brewing my beer masturbating at work. Okay. I'll well, wash my hands. Yeah, that's, if he washes his hands, what Good does it answer. matter? Yeah. Even if Good did, answer. Even if he did. So wait, so this year the company Hot Octopus debuted masturbation booths across New York City to give men a public place to relieve stress. I wouldn't go into one. That's disgusting. Because whoever was in there before me, I know what they were doing. <laughs> hold on, where in, is this? Hold on. Instead of reacting with disgust, women wanted to know where their masturbatoriums were. Why should men have all the fun? Huh? See, I okay. need like a lot of uh, stuff going on if I'm going to master. I can't just walk into a booth and just go at it. Can, if it became super acceptable, you'd just be sitting in a meeting like, and that's why, Denise, I believe those expense reports will be a very, very important to quarter two. Now, if you'll excuse me, <laughs> I have to retire to my masturbatory booth. And relieve myself of the stress that this job causes. I will be back to continue looking at quarter three after I masturbate. Like, all right, Don. Yeah, and the yeah the people at the table oh are like, oh, well, that's why he gets paid the big bucks. Yeah, right. <laughs> not, the, afraid, the, not afraid to crank one out when the stress gets heavy. And the women in the back are like, why did the men have all the fun, Johnny? I wish we had a fucking masturbating booth. You know what I would do in my masturbating booth? I put flowers and nice incense yeah, it would in it. Smell nice. Instead of the it's fucking, at least there'd be a pit. nice doily and a hand towel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at least you wash your hands. Have you gone into Rob's sex pit? Jesus Christ! It just <laughs> smells like stale freedom. You know what I want? I want that guy from the fifth floor who always empties the paper to walk into mine. <laughs> the papers, the papers. Vice was involved with Oy. this, by the way. Vice had had a part. Oh well, they had a hand in this. A hand. Of course hey. they'd had a hand in it. Of course hey. they did. By the way, I'm all for it here. But if we want to add a 15 minute break. <laughs> In the middle we of the podcast. We just call it the podcast. restroom. You don't know what I've done in there. We don't go in private. We just do it right no, here. I want Mike to set Honestly, up a masturbation Honestly, I, I have photos of you guys testing out a pocket pussy, so I can go ahead and <laughs> confirm that we don't really hide it. Wait a minute. Here. We have pictures of your fist in that thing. Yeah, but not my junk. All right. Well, your junk. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's All after right. hours. Is this a serious thing, though? They really put up public places. It says Andy's it. like, I where? know where I'm visiting next. <laughs> <Andy's> <laughs> like, <laughs> Is, Where this? is this? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where do I need to go to find <laughs> this? Andy's like, I want to work for Google. <laughs> no, I just, I just can't even I can't even imagine. Could you imagine when your dad's like, kiddo, so you oh, like your new job? Man. Like, what are the benefits? You're like, oh, 401k. <laughs> Masturbation I have, room. I have Blue Cross Blue Shield. I get two 30-minute masturbatory breaks a day. I'm sorry, what, son? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, dad, man. I get paid to jerk off at work. And yeah, I, I mean, company I, I, credit yeah. card. 
So the, the last thing I'll say is a woman said she felt justified masturbating at work after watching The Wolf of Wall Street, in which Matthew McConaughey, stockbroker character, claims he masturbates daily after lunch. But a, another woman who said she masturbated as an act of rebellion issued a yeah, word of caution. Yeah, that's why I do it, too. She show, show. issued a word of caution. Not because of morals or proprietary or whatever, but because masturbation isn't something you want to do hastily at the same place you hate going to every day. Show of hands, who's masturbated at work? A long time ago. Really? No, Kev? In a galaxy no, far, far, far away. away. All right. Well, you get well he's point. also trying yeah. to advertise his business right now. <laughs> oh, man. He's oh, probably not going to it. I yeah. mean, like when you worked at like Home Depot and you're, no. when you were in the teens or yeah. anything. Yeah, I just go. No, I never jerked off a Pizza Hut when I was sixteen. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Food service. Never did that. <laughs> I'm in food service. <laughs> then again, when I was, <laughs> when, I was bar- when I was bartending, but I you're also in radio, daily. so we had this giant. Yeah, but I can't. I didn't jerk off there or whatever. It's crazy. God, we're calling everybody's getting it's called. Like out quiet here. room. We, we had this giant what? stack of pornos in the basement of Sources when I bartended there. It's probably still there. It was all Playboys and penthouses, and I would Pages daily go down together. bartending, and I would fucking jerk off maybe twice sometimes, and then come back up and serve you a delicious cocktail. <laughs> Mm. What would spark it? Like, what would you? There be a hot girl at the bar, and you'd be like, "I can need Flirting to get downstairs." Flirting or hanging out? No, you know what it would be? It'd Stress be, relief. It'd be more like uh, I'm just I'm just bored on like a Saturday at like 1:30 p.m. All in right. the afternoon, right? And I'd be like, "Hey, uh, hey, trap! I'm you mind watching the bar for a sec? I'm gonna head downstairs and uh, and take a shit, right? And then go down and be, that'd be my excuse to be down I there for at least 28 here. seconds and uh, <laughs> and, and really get after it, yeah. All right. Okay. It's hot seat time. Do it. Wow. What? Hot seat. And Wendy. Some jazz for you. Real jazzy, Eric. Because it had a fucking symbol in it. Right. There was a little jazz for you, Kevin. Ding. It was that the 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 slide whistle in there too. You know. Very jazzy. You're right. So we have a new uh, yeah. graphic for the hot seat now. Can we make it animated so it crackles? Ooh. Now you're pushing your luck. Jeez, okay. God, yeah, you want to eat up our bandwidth, don't you? I'm just wondering. I don't even know what that Looks means. great, though. It really does. All right, who wants to kick it off? I stole it. I actually don't have a question, but I have an announcement. Ooh. <laughs> well, Wendy, okay, then. Wendy, the I floor know. is yours. So Kevin and I discussed before when the we're microphones dating. were off. Yeah. We are dating. Um, <laughs> Don't tell that, my wife. Right. That uh, Das Beer Hall in Parkville Ooh. is a huge advocate of Union Craft Brewing. They sell a lot. They do a lot of beer tastings. And they told me to mention that on March 14th, it is uh, Steak and Blowjob Day, since women get February 14th. Wow. Men get March 14th. And it's Steak and BJ Day. It. So it's one steak, two sides, and any craft beer. With a B, and then one mm. shot of Jägermeister mm. for twenty nine sixty nine, and they are also advertising Union Craft Brewing as one of the main beers that you can get. Plus, uh, Wendy Townsend's comedy showcase has now moved to Dust Beer Hall on Whoa. the last Wednesday of every month, as opposed to the Emerald Tavern. Whoa, boom. as opposed to where? Boom. As opposed to that other pl- place. That other place we're not going to mention yeah, because on Bull Bull I moved it. Two miles up the road in a much better private, ve- yeah. very nice venue. Private bar, private bathroom, so everybody that walks in the room knows they're there for a show. That's nice. great. That's great, That's Wendy. Awesome. Congratulations. Yes. And also supporting a friend. But also, while you're there, you can get all of your Union Craft Brewing needs yeah. at oh, yeah. Dust Beer Hall in Parkville. How about yeah. that? How Boom. about Look that? Look at that. What a, that kind of, hey, what a the, tie in, together. In the words of Henry Rollins, this is what it sounds like when worlds collide. Or it feels does. like when it worlds does. collide. What's yeah. that quote? I had a quote. I'll well. make sure I announced Union Craft Brewing 
when I host the show. I'm going to come to the show and make sure you do it. <gasps> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I would love for back. you to come to the show. It's Mark Riccadonna. He's headlining Ooh. next. And Stefan Sabatich yeah, is the Yeah, I'll come featured. to the show, too. I'll be there. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah. Since you're getting paid to be there, yeah. you should be there. Okay, nice. I'll do it. I'll say it. I'll do it. All right, I'll, I'll come to the show, too, guys. Right, oh, perfect. That would be great. All right, good. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, All right. We'll bring don't our, we have a podcast our, that night? We'll bring our, com- I think we our pro- comic do buddy, we? Eric. I don't know. No, we don't have a... No. My worlds don't collide until May. Right. Awesome. Right. Awesome. All right. So I'm going to I'm gonna kick off with a question. Kick that shit off. Um, beer. Talk dirty to us about beer, mm-hmm. your passion. Like, what sparked this idea to start your own brewery? So I've been brewing professionally for about 16 years. Um, when I was in college, I worked at a liquor store. Uh, the guy there sold homebrew kits. They didn't sell, so he let me take one home. And I, I fell in love with it. I was, started making beer all the time. People liked my beer. Um, I met my wife. Who I was working at a school at the time. Um, and I'd, I'd had one brewing job before that. It didn't work out. The guy was a dick. They weren't paying me that much money, so I left and I took this job at a Can you out him? What is the work? Uh, he's he's he lives in Antarctica now. So. Yeah. Wow. That's, okay. That's, yeah. He fled. That's later. how bad he was. He was just. Uh, he was. Just, so he's listening. He's yeah, listening. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and so we're very I, uh, popular in Antarctica. Oh, uh, you guys said <laughs> probably. Um, but so like, I I went back into brewing through through my girlfriend now wife's encouragement at the time, um, and I just I just love it. It's, you get to make this beverage that like everybody loves beer. Right. 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 Um, and like when you fight with somebody you want to make up, you go have a beer. When you want to celebrate something, you go have a beer. It's like. And so to be able to make that and see people yeah. drink it and like enjoy it is it's really, it's really great. So I went to college with with Adam, one of my partners, uh-huh. um, and we both started drinking good beer at the same time. We went from like, we would go to like town hall liquors in College Park and buy yeah, fifteen forties of King Cobra for fifteen bucks. Yeah, so a dollar forty, we would just get fucked up. And then like one of our one of our other friends in college one day was like, we should start drinking better beer. <laughs> um, and so and we like, started. That's expensive. Yeah, it was expensive. And it so, is. But we started buying these six packs and we fell in love with that shit. And uh, so we kept uh, we kept drinking better and better beer. And I really got into brew- home brewing and I got job in brewing. And it's just, you know, it's, I yeah. love it. Yeah. <clears throat> nice. I like it. Is it my turn? It is your turn. Kevin, is brewing beer an art or a science? It's a mix of both, right? So there's always science science. It's all about chemical reactions. What we're doing, we're just creating chemical reactions by boiling, turning grain into this, you know, extracting the sugar from grain. We're adding hops to there to give the beer, you know, bitterness, flavor, aroma. We're adding yeast that eats the sugars that we create. Um, it turns that into alcohol and carbon dioxide. So it's all about chemical reactions. But at the same time, it's like cooking, right? Some people are good chefs. Some people are bad chefs. So you're adding ingredients. You're trying to blend stuff together. And you're trying to coax flavors out that you're looking for. So it's a, it's a blend of the two. Great answer. Just, yeah, I was like, wow, I'm enthralled. Keep going. You, you had me. <laughs> he definitely had me on that he one. He did. He did. So um, out of all the beers that you make, what is your most popular beer? Our most popular beer is probably Duckpin. It's our pale ale. Yeah. Um, that was our, the first beer we ever brewed. Um, and it's it's just like a it's become a Baltimore staple, which is pretty cool. I know. Cool. I do we're, see we're the excited. taps everywhere. We're, we try. So yeah. that is your most popular, but what is your personal favorite? So my personal favorite is a beer that we don't even make year-round anymore. When we it's started, seasonal? It, yeah, it's a season. It's our fall seasonal now. But it originally was a beer called Balt Alt Beer. It was a German-style brown ale. Um, and, and so before I, we opened the brewery, uh, five years for the five years before the brewery opened, I worked for a company called Gordon Biersch, which was a German-style right, brew pub. Right, right, And all you could brew at the time, now they can brew whatever they want. But when I was there, nice. you could only brew German beers. Um, and so I really worked hard to like develop this recipe um, and 
won several medals on and, and there's some national beer competition oh, good for you so i won some medals there so when we brought Bolt, that was the second beer we brewed we entered it in the great american beer festival which is kind of like the super bowl of beer the first year that we opened and we'd entered three beers that year and we didn't win the first category and we didn't get medal in the second category and so i was kind of depressed um yeah. i was like man you know it's my first year at my own brewery <clears throat> i really want to win a medal so it was our last category and they announced the bronze medal we didn't get the medal. They announced the silver medal. So I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. You know, like, yeah. And then they announced the gold medal and they said Union Craft Brewing. And it was like, ah! yeah, it was, like, it was crazy. Holy shit, was like, man. I just got three chills. Mu- yeah, three months after we opened, it was it was amazing. And like, so that beer just has a special place in my heart. So we brew it every fall now. Oh, good for uh, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just really delicious round. Yeah. The Bolt Alt beer, right? Yep. Okay. Andy, do you have a question for Kevin? I do. Um, so you said that when you started getting the more expensive beer, that was when you fell in love. Do you remember what the first one was where you were like, oh, holy shit, this is something way different? You know, the aha moment beer for me that I think about, well, there's two, really. Guinness Stout. Um, mm. The first time I had Guinness Stout, it really intrigued me. Um, and, you, and you see when a lot of people get into craft beer, they kind of start with like stouts and IPAs. And those are really familiar flavors. You get the chocolate. Um, the roast kind of coffee notes from a stout and then an IPA get the citrus and kind of fruity flavors. So they're familiar flavors. So you kind of drink those. You're like, I've had flavors like this. I can embrace these kind of flavors. And then you kind of move forward. So Guinness to me was a really important beer. And Pete's Wicked Winter Ale is a beer that like has a special place in my heart. And if I drink it today, I'd probably be like, this is a horrible fucking beer. <laughs> but but I have these fond memories of it because I can remember when I first started drinking you know, what we called microbrew at the time, yeah. that like you drink this pe- every winter, I'd be like, man, Pete's winter's about to come out and we would get this beer. I think it had like raspberry flavor in it. It's probably, it's, I'm sure it's disgusting. <laughs> but like I have this really fond place in my heart. In fact, I had a glass that I've had probably for 20 years and the logo finally washed off. Oh. Um, in the dishwasher <laughs> my wife's like get rid of this I'm like well no I know this is a glass I'm gonna keep it but uh, yeah. that that was like the aha beer for me awesome um Eric alright sorry I've been formulating something over here okay formulate uh, so uh, god I hope I don't ask a question someone's already asked <laughs> that would be retired it would be um what okay how many so how much <coughs> I don't bless even know you, what time you. frame bless you I don't know what time frame I want to go with here. Maybe I'll I'll take your lead, but volume of beer that you brew at Union on a I guess annual and then break it down to like maybe a weekly yeah, yeah. volume. So so breweries measure themselves in barrels, beer right. barrels, which is thirty one gallons. So think two kegs. If you could buy a keg at the store, that's fifteen and a half gallons. So two kegs is a barrel of beer. Um, so last year we brewed right around twelve thousand barrels of wow. beer. Um, and so we opened and we brewed for the first year in twenty twelve. We did 600 barrels. So we've gone Whoa. from 600 barrels in 2012 to now 12,000 barrels. We just opened this big new uh, yeah. brewery, uh, the Union Collective. We can talk about that. Um, and that we have the capacity in there to brew probably about 35,000 barrels. Um, it's going to take a time to get there. Right. But this year we hope to do about thirteen to 14,000 so, barrels. So are you still in the like the original building that you were in? Yeah, so we still have our we still have a brew house there, and we have some tanks. We move most of the tanks out, uh-huh. but we use that. We have a series of beers we call Rough Droughts. Uh-huh. Uh, rough, uh, rough Draft, I mean, so it's like the... Uh, I like Rough Droughts. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Words. yeah. So, uh, so it's kind of our R&D series. Um, and so... All the guys and girls on the brew team now, and anybody actually that works at Union that has an idea, can kind of formulate something and go over there and brew it at the brewery. Cool. Um, I don't know, Mike. So is, Mike, okay. Mike's us the I, know, I don't fucking yeah. helicopter. It's Wendy's terrible. mic is not. I know. I can't hear myself. <coughs> can I? Well, because oh, I was sneezing. Did you turn it down? Is that why? 
I think so. Is everything okay? Is everybody okay? Now? All right, it's coming. Now? There we go. Is so, everything all right? um, I have questions that you may not be able to answer. Did Uh-oh. I get skipped? No, yes, you did. Go ahead. <laughs> did I get 100% skipped? No, go. go Kevin. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I, here's how I'll ask this. A lot of times uh, when someone starts a business, there's someone else that they look at to say, that's that's the company that we, that we think uh, has done it right or that we want to model our company after. Uh, was there some? Was there that? Was there some a, a company like that for you guys? And if so, who is that? And why? Or if not, and, and you guys just wanted to blaze your own path, t- talk to right. me about that. Good question. So it's a, it's a mix of the two, right? Okay. Um, I had spent time uh, from 2007 to or from early 2007 to late 2010. I lived in Chicago, right outside of Chicago, yeah. um, working for Gordon Beer out there. Um, and there was two breweries that I really admired: uh, Half Acre. Um, which was kind of a startup at the time when I was out there. They were doing a lot of contract brewing while they had built this small little brewery in, sure. in the city. And Goose Island, which is now owned by sure. Budweiser. But yeah. when right. I first got out there, Goose Island. Uh, yeah, they were still independent. And um, it, uh, John Hall had started it. He had brought his son Greg Hall in as his brewmaster, who and Greg had gone to brewing school. And like, but that was Half Acre or that was Goose Island? That was Goose. I'm okay. sorry, that's yeah. Goose Island. And so they were making, you know, they were Chicago's brewery. It was like, you knew when you went to Chicago, Goose Island was the craft brewery there. They were big. They weren't as big as they are now, but they were big, and they would do cool events, and like that was it. When you thought Chicago beer, you thought Goose Island. Yeah. Um, Half Acre was kind of this startup, but they were like cool dudes. Like the dude Gabriel that owns Half Acre and his partners, they're like cool. They're hip-looking guys. You know, you like see sure. them around town. Mm-hmm. And like they, they would have, they had cool beer. They had this cool, they were just in this neighborhood. And they were the neighborhood's brewery. So there's a grocery store right across the street from the brewery. Yeah. So you'd see people. At the time, they didn't have a tap room. You couldn't drink there or anything. But people would go get their groceries. They'd come across the street. They'd fill their growlers. They'd buy a six-pack. And it was like a neighborhood brewery. Nice. So when we started Union, a couple of, one of the things we really wanted to be, we wanted to be a neighborhood brewery. We wanted to be this kind of gathering spot. You come, you hang out, you drink beers, you know us, you know the people that work there, you see your neighbors there. Um, and so that was a big, Half Acre was a big inspiration for that. And Goose Island, the way they dominated Chicago and like how they just had this identity of the city. That's something that we really wanted for you yeah. and with Baltimore because we, we just love the city. So I'd much. say you yeah. definitely accomplished say. that. We're, we're trying. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I think it's synonymous at this point. It it's, is. You guys have a hell of a brand. And your location is, I mean, it's spot on. Like, yeah, we're, we're really excited about the new Union Collective and the new brewery has been like It's cool really driving exciting. down 83 and just driving along the side of the yeah, building and you have all those cool... I was, I was on a field trip today with my kid. Uh, we were going to the Museum of Industry. Okay. And we were in the bus. So we drove by. I was just like, I hope people know that's my building. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, it was a bunch of third oh, graders. You guys will be in there. You'll be in there. You'll be in that museum. I can't hear myself. For our listeners Try popping your ears because nothing's changed there. For our listeners, it's it's not. You can't hear very well. I the can't mic hear is myself. not. Yeah, something's up with yeah. it. Nobody knows what's happening. It's a mystery. And hold for on, our on. listeners that don't know hold where on. it's located, do you mind telling them? There, there it is. is. Yeah. There it is. Nothing's yeah. changed, he says. So we're, we're for our, yes. Tell our well, listeners our where dirty board. We're located kind of in Hamden and Medfield area okay. uh, on West Forty First Street. Uh, I right work off of Forty First Street and uh, Falls Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're right. You guys are right up the hill from us. So. Oh my gosh, yeah, we're right you're there. So I look wait. up every day and see the towers. And yeah, that's where. So where exactly? The old Headwind Building. Um, so, like, we're right. If you're coming down before you get to the bridge, to keep going you're up right there your, near Earth Trex. Yeah, we're we own that building. That's our <laughs> oh building. no! Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. so I'm right. Yes, I'm right there. I pass yeah. it every day. Yeah, come on down, check us out. I will. Wow. Are you, how often are you there? I'm gonna come see you. Like, we're Monday best friends. Monday through Friday. I'm gonna be like, is Kev here? Yeah, just come on in. I'll, be like, you got any beer? <laughs> it's the neighbor. <laughs> it's like, the Kev, neighborhood buddy, what's brewery. Up? On my way to work, bro. 
Yeah, we'd love to have you come back. Yeah, I would love to. Just going to take some beer with you. So my question is, uh, you may not be able to answer, but so who is your least favorite beer competitor? Ooh. Locally, I, I like everybody. There's nobody. Of that, course, that, like, yes, goodwill yes, towards yes, men. Yes. You know who? I guess very my, diplomatic answer. Yeah. Hello, I guess it, you know. It, I could kind of say like big beer in general has been very big, kind of big tough. beer. So Who's big about, beer? Budweiser, we talk about Miller Lite, Anheuser Busch, Miller Coors. Yeah. What about Coors? The banquet. Miller Coors is the same company, right? Yeah. And so they've done a lot of really shady shit to kind of oppress. Why? So they they're they're trying to create monopolies. Yeah, and craft beer is the only segment of beer spots. That's still growing at all. So They're trying like, to buy craft beer yeah. industries too, so they can take over you know, to make themselves like bigger. Like Goose Island, they bought Goose Island. That mm-hmm. kind of was the original craft brewery. To so kind you of think fall. they're killing innovation? Is that what you're yeah. saying? No, I'm not saying they're killing innovation. What I'm saying is that they are. They're they're buying out. It's like hold it's on, like a um, yeah. Okay, I'm so passionate about no, no, your topic. So they're they're buying these smaller breweries, right? Uh-huh. They're strategically around the country, so. They bought Goose Island in Chicago. They bought Devil's Backbone in Virginia. They bought Four Peaks in Arizona. They yeah. bought Tin Barrel in Oregon, Golden Road in L.A. So they have these little outposts throughout the country. And then you're tied into this network of Anheuser-Busch now. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, my kegs, let's say my kegs are X dollars. They can uh, drop their keg price down to Y dollars. Right. And mm-hmm. still totally have the, you. because of their supply network yeah. and how large they are. Right. Um, mob and then, mentality. Yeah, and then they can say, you. like, all right, so you, why would you buy that union keg for X when you can only pay Y for this craft beer? Right. Um, and, you know, the general public is not Doesn't educated know. on right. who's who and why should they really care Dude, when it comes down to it. I didn't know Blue Moon was Coors until I was at yeah. the brewery and I it, it crushed my dreams. Right. I was like, oh, my God. I and thought Budweiser's was... version of that is Shock Top. Right. Yeah. Which is a cheaper keg, too. Like, that's how yeah. they sell it. And I feel bad for breweries like Kevin, like Homegrown right. and Craft Brew. Because, and you're putting in quality ingredients. Right. Beca- but the problem is, too, is that when these big companies buy these smaller breweries to have a craft beer selection under their wing, they are so under the microscope by the big breweries that right. they don't spend enough time selling these little um, craft brews in through experience, you know, three years of it, that they the smaller companies just get pushed to the wayside because... You know, they're not as big as Guinness and Heineken and Corona. Well, and it's even bigger than that. It's like Budweiser owns distributors, right? Yes. So, so in, like in, North, in Maryland, we're with a, a great distributor, Legends Limited. Uh, shout out to Steve Boyle again. Steve Boyle. And, uh, Steve Boyle. and they're an independent, you know, they're owned by a family that does, that's an independent kind of distributor. But there's, in Virginia, we're with a Bud House. And it's, it's, sometimes it's like, are we a priority to them? Right. You know, right. And like, not. And you hear right. sometimes about Budweiser well, that's going everybody's in. everybody's fear. Yeah, and they're incentivizing. Are we a sell right. our beer over other beer. And in some places, they downright own distributorships. And they get to go into stores and set the set. So when you wow. go to a giant in Virginia where they have alcohol and you see how it's all set up, somebody that worked for Budweiser or Miller set that whole store up for them and yeah. told them, put this here, put this here, put this here, put this here. Their product. And yeah, and it's, their, it's a lot of their products. And wow. so it's you know a lot craft brewers talk a lot now about illusion of choice so like i go to i go to camden yards let's say where you actually can buy a beer but you go to some of those bars and they call them the craft beer bar and it's goose island uh-huh. and then it's red hook uh-huh. and then it's devil's backbone and then it's tin barrel and golden road it looks like, like all these different beers. Craft beers right. it looks like all these different beers right. you know evolution's independently owned and i love the, i love johnny yeah, but, they, but they do have a distributorship yeah they well, yeah but you know but that's i'm fine with that what I'm more worried about is these big guys that are sure, driving the prices all. down and all that. But and it's like, 
you can go and you see all these different brands. You think, oh, look at the selection here, but you don't realize that they're all owned by Anheuser Busch. It's a forced selection, right? Yeah. They right. force it in front yeah. of your face. You think you're getting a broad array, but yeah. they're literally getting what they need you to yeah, see. Yep. Exactly. Yep. You yeah, exactly. It's like it's like eyeglasses. I you saw sixty minutes for like every eyeglass company's owned by Verilux. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. So right. it's like you think you're getting Oakleys right. and they're getting this right. great, but no, it, no they're you think you're getting your well, you're not. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. It does suck, Fuck but big this, beer. Is, this is what capitalism is. Like, once you get big enough, you can buy out yeah. all of your competitors. You can buy out the little guy. Fuck big beer. <laughs> <laughs> but but the other the other effect that we're seeing with big beer and the power that they have is what's happening to breweries here in Maryland with the, with the legislature, right? Yeah, it's like, uh, we want to sell our product and we want to be... We're, we're pe- I live in Maryland. You know, my kids go to school here. I pay my taxes here. Sure. And it's like, they're trying to stifle our innovation because... Their pockets are being lined by people that have interest in not seeing us grow right. as much of course. as mm-hmm. we could. And so, it, big beer sucks. So, if yeah. I had to say I had an, an enemy in beer, mm-hmm. th- that's who it would be. I love Budweiser all the and Miller Coors yeah. yeah. collectively. Yeah. 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 So, um, I'm sorry. Or the questions? Budweisers of the world. I think Andy's next. <laughs> I was going to say, what, of the beer that you brew, what what is the best? Like I don't know if I've ever tried Union. I think I might. I mean, it's like picking. I have two kids. How do I say he's my favorite kid? Um, so who's your favorite kid? I'll, I'll tell you when the mics go off. <laughs> um, cool. Hey, they're off. They're off. They're off. They're I off. can tell you my dad's favorite. <laughs> but I, I like all our beers. We do a lot of fun stuff, and uh, what's really been fun lately is up until probably about last last year, I'd written every beer recipe. That we had brewed, but with the new brewery now, we have the small brewery, we can do innovation stuff. So the team has been able to make these beers, and it's been cool to see what what my staff is able to do and with the yeah. ideas that they've had in their head. Um, and, and, you know, so I, everything that comes out, I, I like I like to try. If I'm going to drink a beer regularly that's on our regular lineup, it's probably Skipjack, uh, which is our Pilsner. Um, or I'll drink, we have a new IPA that's about to launch uh, this month. And actually, we just had some kickoff events called Divine. Um, and I'm really proud of this IPA, so I'm ready to try that. Nice. Yeah. nice. Congratulations on all yeah, your dude. success. This is cool, oh, thank man. you so much. Thanks yeah. so much. I'm going to ask. we got to wrap it up. i got the last I question. More. I need to have oh, one more. All right, do your thing because right. I got the – We I should make the... a day where we go down right. to the to the brewery. Ooh, i, I got to ask awesome. this. Can we take a trip? We could certainly. Do you do like tours? That. Yeah, every Saturday. Can we do a tour? I did a tour. Kevin did a tour. I was with a girl. Oh, I want to do a tour. And he made me look real cool because I was like, I know the head brewer. And then out you came to do the tour. I was like, that's fucking hell. (laughs) (laughs) You totally got me late. We should do a live Um, podcast. Hey, that would be be pretty awesome. You should shut the fuck up. (laughs) No, seriously. We are really good at packing audiences. We are. We're really bad at packing equipment. Yeah, but you know what we can do too? You could do like little your little samples to the audience members and then we can have them uh, write down their favorites and their yeah yeah we can do get a the whole audience bunch of, trashed yeah. we did we've done a couple of live podcasts at Raw Brewery in Cambridge I grew up with those guys oh yeah Rar. I love those guys so oh, we've, man, that'd be we've so done great. I think we've done what two or three live uh-huh. episodes there during their releases uh huh two they had a they had, two. A, two, they had a pear beer there that I can't let go of yeah yeah delicious I had one of the funnest nights I've ever had in Baltimore I had with JT <laughs> oh um, yeah. I, I don't. I probably shouldn't tell the story on it's air. It's okay. Do it. But, uh, <laughs> but I grew up with those guys. So many we had a we really fun night. That we tell it. Fun night. Tell it. Okay. Oh, you can't tell. Hey, we tried. We time, tried. Time constraints. Right, like, let, yeah, yeah, yeah. let me ask this question. <laughs> so when you hear like musicians talk about when they write a song, their process, right? You just said you've basically written or or, or made all the recipes for the beer. What goes into writing a, a beer recipe? What's your process? How, well, how does that work? It's a whole different. It's like so. What do we want the beer to be? Right. So so there's styles in beer, right? You know, IPA, stout, porter. It's like what are we looking for style wise? 
And then so if we're, if we're going to define the beer by style, what does that style consist of? And then kind of what's my take on that style? And so what I tend to do, especially with beers I've never kind of brewed that style before, is I do a lot of research. I go to the store, try and find whatever I can find of what people say that style is. And I try and read about historically how is the style developed, what do people think about it. And then I start to look at what ingredients are people using in it, what, what do I want to achieve. So I try and think, like, what do I want the beer to be in the glass um, which is kind of, it's hard to kind of picture that sometimes because you can think I want it to be this, this, and this and try and write a recipe to it and it ferments out and you try the beer and it hasn't hit what you're looking for, but it's hit that general idea. And so then from there you can kind of tweak it. But So I have an idea of like what I want the beer to be this, but then it's how do we get to that? And uh-huh. Figuring out the ingredients, what hops, what malt, uh, what's the water profile going to be like, what's the yeast profile going to be like. Um, and then just kind of executing it. So yeah. for like a beer like Divine that's coming out, we've done probably six or seven different iterations of this beer, um, released it in the tap room, released it to the public, see what people thought. And then uh, once we thought the beer, we had the beer nailed in, it was ready to go year-round. Wow. Very cool. That's awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, here's the closing question. I, I wrap it up with a game of Fuck, Mary Kill. Are you familiar with yes, said yes, game? Yes, 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 yes. All right, All right. so... Uh, Miller course. I'm my theme, my th- my theme is uh, <laughs> brewers. So um, Constellation, Budweiser. Take Miller the fact course. that they're guys out of it, because I don't. <laughs> I, yeah, we're gonna go purely off of the brewer. Okay, the the beer they make. Okay. So, uh, we have fuck Mary Kill. I have uh, Randy Mills, who was he's no longer, but was the brewer, master brewer at Raw Brewery. Familiar with Randy? Yeah, I know Randy well. Uh, we have Sam Calgione. Is it Calgione or Calgione from Calgione from Dogfish Heads, uh, uh, creator and mastermind? He's such a cool dude. Um, and then I was struggling this. I'm going to go with Peter Gabriel from Half Acre. Did I get the name right? No, I no, Peter Gabriel. Matt Gallagher is the brewmaster there. Oh, Matt then, Gallagher. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Oh, Peter Gabriel wrote. And then Gabe, Gabriel. I can't remember Gabriel's last name. He wrote Blue Mountains. Gabriel. Hey, close this show. It's too late now. Oh man! All right, sorry. What was the brewer at Half Acre? His, his name? name's Matt Gallagher, Matt. and then and then uh, Gabriel's last name I can't remember. It starts with an M. Is the president there? Okay, uh, great guy too. Mucho We're going Signacio. with the brewer. We're going with Matt Gallagher. All right. Um, so if I had to, ooh, that's a tough one. I'm going to marry Randy because I, I love Randy. He's a yeah, great guy. Great name. Um, he is. He's a cool um, dude. <sighs> I'm going to. F Matt because wow. Half Acre right. makes really wow. sexy beers. I mean, I really like what they do. I yeah, like their branding. Yeah. I love everything about them. I, I'm gonna kill Sam and not because I dislike. It. I right, think right. Sam's great. He's like such a great ambassador for the beer. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But he's so much better looking than I am. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so if like he's that. gone, maybe I have a better chance. No, that's a good. Yeah. No, yeah, I like that strategy. Yeah. Survival yeah. of the fittest. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're married to a dude. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, Kevin, thank you so yeah. much for yes. taking the time. No, thanks for having me. I love being here whenever you guys yeah, you, want to talk beer again. Hell awesome. yeah, dude. It's I, very informative. I'm, yeah. I'm going to bother you. I'm going to bug you about doing a live podcast. I know, we'd there. love to do it at the brewery. I, think I, would, well. I would love to do a podcast there. We could get, I guarantee you I could get so many people out there. It would be fun. Let's do it. Let's beer taste. First I'm of all, down. I know like 20 people that go to that Earth Tracks anyway. Yeah. They can okay. just walk right down. over. Yep. All right. Well, I'm going to bother you. That's what I do typically. Yeah. I'm usually like, hey, Kevin. What, 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 By the way, Connor said he's absolutely going to mention us. He loves us. Nice. Can I plug my social media? Absolutely. Of Anything uh, you want to plug or share. So, you can so, plug uh, anything you want. Uh, UnionCraftBrewing.com, uh, at Union Brewing on Facebook and Twitter. 
uh, an Instagram, and then at Kev the Brewer on Twitter and Instagram. Very good. I Hell just yeah, followed man. you on Twitter, by the way. Awesome. Thank you again so, so much. So you can go ahead and follow back. That'd be oh, great. I'll follow you back. <laughs> this is Thanks, awesome. Kev. Slide into your DMs. <laughs> and then I'll slide into your brewery. <laughs> Any closing thoughts that you uh, have off the top of that? Uh, no, just I want to again thanks Kev for coming on. Uh, it's a cool story uh, that what you guys have built in a short period of time, and I think based on what you said, uh, you know what you wanted to achieve and those goals you had, you, you're there, man. We're you're, you're synonymous yeah, with Baltimore. I, I, I can't you things again. You know when yeah. I first met these two guys, I would we'd come to these meetings for Pink Tie guys. Yeah, right. You guys would be in suits, and you were like, "But we do comedy on the side." And yeah. I was like, "And you're like really? these clowns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird." But then like as as I was listening to the podcast and see you guys, it's, it's cool to see what you guys yeah, are doing. Cool, awesome. This is really awesome. Great. So congrats Thank to you guys. Feelings as well. mutual. So Hell yeah, cool. absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So I keep doing what you're tour. doing. Yeah. Yeah, right. let's do it. Thanks, Kev. Thanks. Thanks, Kev. buddy. This is a big timing comedy production. truck of mine, paying no attention to the highway signs, 90 mile an hour toward the county line, oh, quick sack, 12 pack back again, it's a P-double-E-double-R-U-N, my buddies and their babies letting down their hair, as long as we're together, it don't matter where. Double R.